Welcome to What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Apodaca, and today we're talking Weezer's fourth album, Maladroit. Released May 14th, 2002, the band went back and uh, went back to self-producing and churned out what is considered Weezer's most underrated album. To discuss the album, I'm joined by two amazing guests. One is a writer for Jimmy Kimmel Live and a performer at UCB, and the other is a writer for Saturday Night Live and wrote the Weezer sketch. Please welcome Devin Field and Eli Mandel. Wow! Wow! You guys! Good job. Hey, thank you. I only fudged it a little bit. Oh, no, it's good. Uh, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. How, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so how, how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Getting right to it. Oh, huh? boy, Wasting yeah. no time. Yeah, sorry to gotcha. Uh, but. I'm doing well. I've listened to Maladroit twice okay. through today Great. to prepare. Great. Kind of boned up. Boned Again. up on the did, did your homework, huh? And it's a you know I think it I think this is a good uh, representative guest booking in terms of Weezer's fan base. You're, it's about time America heard what two white <laughs> male, uh, two straight white male uh, late night comedy writers thought about the band Weezer. Yeah, you know uh, I so so when I started uh, doing this, uh, that was something that I had uh, thought about. Yes. and let me tell you. Uh, you guys might be the only two uh, of you two uh, that are going to be on the show like this. Wow, that's good. awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm going uh, to try my best. Uh, I'd say that we probably wouldn't be straight white comedy writers if it weren't for the musical <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was, you know, shifting towards a queer and fluid identity <laughs> until I heard the sweet, dulcet tones of burnt jam. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. So... One of the things that I do ask uh, my guests uh, before we like rip like into the albums uh, is that where are you at with Weezer? And since you guys, uh, you guys probably have two different answers. So Devin, why don't we start with you? Okay. Where are you at with them currently? Uh, I listen to them semi regularly. I'd okay. say they're they're in a semi regular rotation. I tell you what got them back in the rotation with me in a big way was their White Album yeah, from, white was that album. 2016? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and that was the last album of theirs that I really checked in on, and I really loved it. It's really, really I thought really it was good. really good. I thought it was a nice return to form with, like, a few standout hits. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I really that kind of reactivated their presence in my Spotify rotation. Um, and uh, other, so I, I listen to that one fairly often, and then I'll cycle through... Blue and Pinkerton. Okay. Pinkerton's my all time, of yeah, course, because yeah. I'm boring. <laughs> um, and then occasionally kind of like dipping into a few of the other albums. But uh, yeah, that's a that's about where I am uh, with them these days. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, they've had three albums since 2016. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I. you know what? I uh, Pacific Daydream was tough yeah. for me. Yeah. I couldn't get past uh, much past track one, yeah. to be honest. Um Feels like summer has a charm to it, but uh, yeah, my take you know. on that album as a whole is that like if you were at a barbecue and it was on in the background, <laughs> you wouldn't notice or care. Yes, like, it, it sounds like fair use music yeah. for a background yeah, a barbecue yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and and then what are their other two cents then? Uh, uh, teal and black. Yeah, teal. No thanks. Uh, just because you know, I not I don't have any original commentary on teal. Other yeah, than you've the heard songs those songs aren't, before. The songs aren't different enough. Yeah. Um. And uh, but uh, and then the black album, which I have only listened through once and uh, 
have a tough time with. Yes. But we yes. saw Weezer together. That's right. We saw them at, at your work at Jimmy at Kimmel Jimmy Live. Jimmy Kimmel Live. They played the outdoor stage at Jimmy Kimmel Live. It was the second time they'd been on the show since I joined the staff two and a half years ago. Uh, and one time, they were supposed to play the outdoor stage both times, but the first time it rained, so they ended up just playing uh, Feels Like Summer and another song from Pacific Day <laughs> yeah. Inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, Feels Like Summer, but it was raining. I think those were the songs they played. Yeah, uh, but I remember that he was dressed as a as a son, I as, believe. That's right. He yeah. was in oh, like wow. a Sesame Street kind of felt sun costume. Yes. Uh, he, he, of course, being Rivers and the rest of the band being the rest of the band. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Pat, that, Brian, and Scott. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> and that was cool to see them do kind of, I, got, I watched the rehearsal that they did in uh, the studio, which is they even did it in a different, in the main studio, which is different than where we normally record music for okay. Kimmel. There's like a, separate lobby stage that bands usually perform at but they were in the main studio so that was a cool like rehearsal for me to get to see but then like a year later when uh teal came out and yeah. they were promoting teal they came and played the outdoor stage and i put my buddy matt on the guest list woo, woo, i was wow. there baby very cool and yeah. uh do you remember what they played uh, i know they played buddy holly well i know yeah they did buddy holly they did africa and they brought out yes. the keyboardist from toto yeah. which was oh very fun. i saw that yeah it was uh, fun and they, I know they played. They said they gave the crowd options. Do you guys want to hear some uh, like new stuff, or do you want to hear Pinkerton? And everybody screamed Pinkerton. And then <laughs> of they course. did. What, I, what option did they yeah. think the crowd was going to seize? I think they did Pink Triangle. Yeah, and Whoa, maybe El Scorcho. Right. Oh my I think god! That's yeah, right. yeah. And I have only ever seen them perform uh, Pink Triangle like one time before, which was at the at the Memories tour where they did Pink and Blue or, you know, Blue and Pinkerton back That's surprising because I feel like that's a fun song for them that is like a memorable song off one of their biggest albums. Yeah, but now they have, at this point in their career, they have so many, they have so many albums. Yeah. They, I've seen them do a set that was just radio singles the whole show. Totally. And it was, it was so fun. Like, yeah, Because they course. just have a lot of fun, like, they just have a lot of fun singles. So they could just do that now and then now they do covers. So yeah. you're never going to hear some of these songs ever again. Yeah. yeah. That was, a, I was thinking that listen to this album today. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I bet 70% of this album has never I saw played. them on Tuesday and they like didn't, they pretty much only played radio hits. Yeah. Which, I mean, once again, like you said, yeah. they got some good radio hits. <laughs> yeah, they did, absolutely. Um, and then they played, uh, what was funny, my, right before my friend was like, what song do you want to play? I was like, there's no way they're going to play this, but I would love to see them play uh, You Gave Your Life to Me Softly. I think uh-huh. they're done playing that. And then they played it. Oh, amazing. It was great. Yes. That uh, of like the sort of B-sides is like, uh, I think I've seen them do that like once or twice yeah. too. It's like, uh, it's like, it, did Brian sing it? No. When I saw, I saw them at the Troubadour one time and Brian sang it and he sang it so good that like Rivers was like mad. <laughs> oh, I That's heard it. That's very cool. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, and that, those shows at Kimmel are kind of weird yeah. in terms of a vibe because you like wait in a line for a long time to like get in there and then they play like five, maybe six songs. So it's yeah. like very brief and it's at like 5 p.m. <laughs> you know, so it's a very strange vibe for a concert, but it was definitely fun to uh, to see him there and fun to see him with my bud, Matt. Oh, come on, please. It was, I mean, look, I am truly uh, always having a fun time at a Weezer show. I've never been at one where I was like, I don't know about this one. No, either. totally. <laughs> uh, but because like they, I think, have like refined their set and like the way they play with each other within the band too. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, um, so that was the last time I saw Weezer, and that's my relationship with them currently. Wow, great. Uh, well, Eli, what about you? You said you just saw him on Tuesday, so you've <laughs> yeah. seen him live. Fresh. Yeah. Very fresh. Um, uh, so with the, uh, so uh, what's the question? <laughs> uh, so just where, where, uh, are, you, where are you at with this? Yeah, great. his pants. He's so scared. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I got really shy. <laughs> um, but, just, like, where are you at with them currently? And right. like, uh, you know, 
let's talk about like you being a fan, like seeing them live and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um, where I, I mean, I love them. I really like them a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. they're a good band. <laughs> and I, yeah, like I got into them like when I was a kid. I borrowed my sister's albums and listened to them like over and over and over again. I had a long, long bus ride. I had like a uh, like an hour long bus ride to school every day. Yeah, and so or like forty five minutes or so, which is like one Weezer album of the first two albums length uh, to get to school. So I would listen to them like a thousand days in a row uh, <laughs> uh, on the way there and then back. Um, and then like as the new albums come out, like I don't know, it's been like a. a uh, uh, I listen to every album that comes out. Yeah. Um, Pacific Daydream was the first one where I couldn't come up with an excuse for why it was wasn't good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Where, where it was like, I, I'm always like, well, I don't know. You guys just don't understand Rivers right now, and that's why he's got to do <laughs> Ratitude. <laughs> like, if you really understood the band, you'd understand why Ratitude has to exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Pacific Daydream, I was like, well, you know, um, it's you know, uh, but I I will say I the more I listen like every single Weezer album I'll listen to it the most recent ones I've been like oh maybe I didn't like that as much and I listen to it again and I say oh no that's actually that, that song's good yeah and then I listen to it twelve more times and I go like oh no this is great <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, we have the same disease uh, where uh, like I will convince myself that I really like like even like a that well I I have a hard time defending. Uh, like Ratitude, for example. Yeah. But there's some stuff on Pacific Daydream that I do think really works. I love Mexican Fe- Mexican Fender. I, I think play Mexican on Fender is really fun. And then what's there's one other one on there that I really love. Um, uh, uh, it's I skip to I, I oh also I was so stoked for a, a, a Weezer song called Beach Boys. Oh yeah, for and it to like, not oh. be very fun. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, uh, but like uh, I. Agree with uh, what you said. Maladroit's the most under, in my opinion, most underrated album, maybe yeah, of all time. It's uh, it was the first one I ever heard. Yeah, it was my introduction to Weezer, and I so I was like right on board. And so I think the the albums I heard in order were Maladroit, then Green Album, then Blue Album, then Interesting. Pinkerton. So my take on the album as a whole is that I've I've echoed the the sentiment that it is underrated but i feel like a lot of a lot of people have said that also so i think we can just go ahead and say it's really good it's yeah. rated everybody <laughs> I think it's rated I because think so. i think you know obviously now we're in the sort of uh hindsight being 2020 sort of thing so they have yeah. a lot more output to judge it against yeah uh yeah it seems like this was part of the like slide yeah the beginning of the early weezer snobby fandom yeah in terms of like we love blue and pinkerton and then like Green disappointed us for no good reason. Yeah, is it's kind like of my take on that. When yeah. I found out that people didn't like the Green album, I like it blew my mind. <laughs> Me too. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> Island in the Sun is like a huge, huge hit yeah. that seems like very in line. It's with, like ubiquitous. Like yeah. people really like that song. I think that's why they didn't like it. Like, for some reason, that as a ubiquitous hit is worse than Buddy Holly as a ubiquitous. Yeah, hit. it's so like, weird. I don't mm-hmm. know. But that's the Green album's like what got me into it. Yeah, like, when I was the, it was like ten when that album came out. Right, and like. Uh, and my sister was listening to it all summer, and then like, yeah, and I love the songs on there. And then like later on, I like borrowed that CD from my sister, and then went back and borrowed Blue, and then yeah. borrowed Pinkerton, and then I think that Maladroit was the first one that I bought. 
Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was your first like opting in. Like I'm, I'm I am a Weezer yeah. fan. Here's me going out and buying right. a record. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. This one for me was like a sort of lost album because like I all of my like music taste was like inherited from my mom because she's young. Uh-huh. Uh Will I bring her up on every episode? Who knows? Damn. But um, she. Uh, you, you have a shrine over here with a bunch of candles burning. Well, I just got it. Your mom. It's I. It, it <laughs> makes me feel better when I record this show. Okay. So Honestly, like, can I say something? Your mom is young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, what? I'm just complimenting her age, dude. <laughs> so like, I don't. This one didn't have a lot of like, uh, like car. Like we didn't play it a lot in the car. Yeah. Like I think I found it like as I became like a bigger fan when I was a teenager. Like uh, just like digging through CDs. Like this one I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. And putting it on, being like, oh hell yeah, this rules. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you were just saying you saw them on Tuesday, right? Okay, so um, um. All of the Weezer stuff. Uh, I wrote a skit about the band Weezer on the show Saturday Night yeah. Live. Let's just get the full yeah. story on yeah. the Weezer let's, sketch. Let's, let's hear about it. For Weezer, I think probably every Weezer fan who's like at all. They hate that I'm talking in- at all. They want to hear all about this. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, yeah. I'm sure every strong Weezer fan saw that sketch. And including members of the freaking band. Yeah, yeah that was insane. Yeah. So what I, I got to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> I've already heard about it, and I want to hear about it again. Well, does our host want to hear about it, Devin, <laughs> my fellow guest? I'm good. Uh, no. Uh, um, no, I do want to hear about so, it. So, um, okay. So, like, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I was, I just, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought it would be funny if, if Leslie Jones was like a huge like only blue and pinkerton yes. Weezer fan yeah. and would get like insanely upset about that. <laughs> yes. I thought that that would be very funny. Uh and then what I my we came back from a break from the show and my friend Steven Castillo, he was like, "What are you thinking about doing?" and I said that and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then like a couple weeks later he came and he was like, "Hey, remember that thing? I think it'd be really fun if there's like a chance for the host to be like uh, kind of insane. So maybe it's your Weezer <laughs> thing, but then it's like a fight. And I was like, hmm, yeah, cool. Let me think about that. And then we thought about a way to do it. Um, yeah, which is what the sketch was. That's so interesting. So it started with it started with Leslie. Yeah. Like just the idea of her uh, just like being like very early years only. Yes. That's so funny. Right, because or, that, or, be- that becomes the fight. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. My, my mistake. I'm remembering things as I go along. I think I just thought it'd be really fun. I think I have the note in my phone that just says, uh, Leslie is like a, a super Weezer fan. Yes. Would be just funny in general. Okay, yeah. And you're uh, right. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, and then when Stephen came, it'd be funny if like we have a chance for the host to be like huge and crazy. And I said, okay. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's a fight between Leslie and the host. And Leslie's like only blue and Pinkerton, and the host is like everything's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the perfect like rift, the perfect like actual debate right. of of Weezer. Yeah, it's and me it's, versus everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's the it's yeah. the conversation that goes on in my head every yeah. second of every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, screaming at my, is like, yeah, well, but that's not good. And then the other half saying, well, actually, here's why it is good. <laughs> um, so we did that, and, like, um, it was fun. It was, like, super easy to write. My uh, uh, Our friend Alan Linick jumped on it uh, as well, and, like, it just was, like, the most fun thing to write. Okay. I th- I'd say of the three of us, I, I don't think that they would have any qualms saying that I'm the biggest Weezer fan among them. Okay. And so it was a lot of me going, like, oh, and then have you heard this album, actually? And they'd be like, no, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> And I showed them like um, uh, 
And then some things they actually thought was pretty cool. Like I showed them the, the it was like an AOL session uh, of like Rivers doing a cover of Brain Stew. Yes. With just Josh Fries on the drum and that piano player. And it's like the coolest thing. It's it's like, I really love that, that cover. Great. Yeah, it's I, really good. I highly recommend. Yeah. Highly yeah. recommend. And so, uh, yeah. So we, I should, we did that. We kind of banged out a thing. And then like it, and yeah. And then it eventually went on the show. And so like, I guess... At the the sort of like SNL nerd in my brain uh-huh. is like wondering like how do you, how does that go over like as a pitch like to the host like yeah uh, and like like Weezer like they're like you know what I mean like they, <laughs> totally. it's such a niche yeah. it's such a niche premise like uh, not to anyone who listens to this show or yeah, us right. but like to like the sort of mainstream like Saturday Night Live watching audience they're like that's that to me on paper is a hard sell was yes. it a hard sell <laughs> it uh, so. Kind. I mean, it, it's so hard to say because, like, it it almost doesn't matter. Like, because the host will come around on our on our writing nights on Tuesday nights, yeah. and they'll pop in and we'll say like, "Hey, this is what we're working on. Do you have any ideas or whatever?" Um, and uh, usually, and the, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, it'd be funny if that happened," and we like, "Ha ha, yes." Or they'll say, "Sounds good." Yeah. Uh, and so this was a. It was all. This was funny because like. Um, he went to Steven's office before uh, Matt Damon went to Steven's office before he went to my office. And so Steven was like, Hey, and I'm working on this thing about the band Weezer. I don't know if you've ever heard the band Weezer. Uh-huh. Uh, and like, so blah, 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 this idea for the sketch. And then he came into my office and then I said, uh, so I'm working on this thing about the band Weezer. And he was like, wait a minute. So he thought there were two separate uh-huh. sketches about Weezer. And he He's didn't, like, did these guys just release a huge album or something? Uh, and little did he know that they soon, <laughs> yeah. Would. Exactly. Um, oh, and then also there we were like looking. I think I we would have done this sketch at any point, but we were looking for ways because I think sometimes your sketch has a little bit better chance if it's relevant at all. Yes. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I know the Black Album's coming out, and also Africa just charted. Yeah. And so like I was like, this couldn't be an excuse. So we that's why we have in the very top Matt Damon saying like. Uh, he can, like it's about the song Africa yeah. uh, at first, and then like uh, he's like, "What are you talking? About? They're playing New Year's Rock and Eve. <laughs> like, come on, That's the right. Black yeah. Album comes out in March. Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's that. So uh, um, and then it did r- well at the table. Leslie like committed so hard. She's it was so, so funny. good in the. I went back and rewatched it, and she's so excellent in the sketch. She's awesome. It's amazing. She gives it so she goes so hard. Yeah. At, like at the read through table, she was like slant, like slapping the table <laughs> and like getting in his face. It was and especially awesome. because she was not familiar with Weezer really no she had no, That's no so funny. Yeah. committing to specifics that you know nothing about is very very funny yeah yes. it, it, it's awesome it was like we had to go over some of words with her because she didn't know it <laughs> yeah obviously doesn't know what Pinkerton is right. yeah I don't know. <laughs> right uh, and then um, with Matt Damon like we just like said and you're gonna have to sing a little song a little snippet of the song Buddy Holly at the end or, yeah uh, Beverly Hills but, sorry Beverly Hills thank you yeah uh, <laughs> I just watched it uh, a little bit of the song Beverly Hills at the end and he's like, okay, that might be the only one I know. <laughs> and so you're like, perfect. So that's a little insight into Damon's Weezer fan. Yeah, I was Beverly Hills only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the reverse take of many. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I would love it if he was like a full on like, yeah, I can't wait for the Black Album. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> I have, I have Alone One, Two, and Three, the one that came with the, <laughs> the Pinkerton, Pinkerton Diaries. Yeah. Okay, uh, Instead of um, singing a little bit of Beverly Hills, can I sing Let Me Wash It Your Sing? (laughs) I actually have performed Let's Sew Our Pants Together. Uh, uh, But, like, so 
the band oh, obviously yeah. did then see this and like immediately made it part of their merch. That was the most insane. Is that thing right? Yeah, they, I don't like, know. Next this. day they had a T-shirt that said "Weezer Ride or Die." That when uh, someone texted that to me yeah. and I lost my. That's incredible. So yeah. do you have that merch? Well, uh, Steven's dad bought three T-shirts, <laughs> <laughs> and then Steven hasn't given me mine yet. Oh come um, on. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's that's that. incredible. Um, they, what else did they, they, there's something, oh, on the Black Album, there's a sticker that says they're doing some really cool things right now. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. A great and, line from the sketch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a line from the Saturday that's Night Live crazy. Sketch. It's absolutely insane. There's a point where I was like, is this too weird? <laughs> like, God. is it's this like, too much? It's so crazy because, like, yeah, they do, they have always sort of done, like, like weird and surprising things where like they have fun with them yeah. like i guess not with themselves but like i mean like when the red album came out they were like very into like youtube videos yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. so like they've always and been like those hoot nannies and such yeah so yeah. they've always been on top of like i guess like the internet you know what i yeah. mean because like i feel like a lot of people probably shared and like uh a lot of people watch like individual sketches from saturday night live online uh so like the fact that like, they're just like very do- they're just logged on yeah. Weezer's logged on guys. Weezer's online but like, they're extremely online yeah they're logged on but that's so wild to i'm just trying to conceive of like loving some creative artist since I was like a child yeah, and then uh, creating something that then they, it would be like if Michael Keaton started <laughs> quoting my stand-up in movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I have to kill myself. Yeah. Like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It'd be like if uh, Rivers uh, did one of my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, I yeah. also, when I was going down a wormhole on that sketch, Matt Sharp tweeted about the sketch. Yeah. And he and then it led him to tweet cuz he tweeted the section where um where what is it uh like uh, uh Leslie said uh Weezer, Weezer died. died when Matt Sharp left. Yeah. Yeah, and then Matt David goes Weezer didn't start until Scott Schreiber got there. And yes. they like get in a huge fight. Yeah. One person got mad because I left out the entire Mikey era. <laughs> it's it's for one album and he yeah. didn't even see the release of it. Like he was out of the band yeah, before. Yeah, did he not finish? Yeah. He like finished recording it but was not in the touring band when the album when they were uh doing yeah, press the era album. of yeah. crazy. Uh but yeah. so Matt then that led to because Matt Sharp tweeted that section that's like potentially like you know throwing some shade yes. at later Weezer it led him to then tweet this long note oh to Weezer God. fans which do you mind if I read this Please, just because I, I think wait. it's a, a really nice little Weezer thing to start off the new year right and not let things get twisted in 19 I want all Weezer fans to know that as much as I truly loved that brilliant bit of surreal ludicrousness that Matt Damon <laughs> Leslie Jones and the wildly mad writers of SNL recently <laughs> went up <laughs> I personally saw the skit as less of a commentary on the actual music and more as the perfect tribute to a legendarily passionate folks that have always supported the band through all of its various eras. Weezer fans should know that I sincerely want nothing less than profound personal and professional prosperity for Rivers, Pat, Brian, and Scott. With each release, I am pulling for them all the way to create new music that is better than anything they have ever made before, and that includes my desire for them to record an album that all new and old-school Weezer fans alike can agree surpasses both Pinkerton and Blue. Wow. A little plug for like, well, those were the best <laughs> ones. I was the real ride or die Weezer fans deserve at least that much. To put it simply, I want more good music in the world, not less. Saying this, I am I am, and always will be filled with gratitude for the endless kind words and love that you, overly, gener- overly generous maniacs, continue to send my way. Happy New Year, friends. That's wow, Matt. Amazing. That's so nice. Isn't First of nice? all, it's called a sketch, Matt. <laughs> not a skit. <laughs> Come on. That's that, so great. That's yeah. amazing. 
amazing. That's canceled. I know. I, I just thought that was a really nice summary uh, of uh, an artist's attitude after leaving a band being yeah. like a, a, yeah. a, a very, um, uh, not accommodating, but a very generous uh, showing of support. Yeah, because I've music. seen him like at UCB and stuff, and people are really? still like, yeah, he did monologues oh my God. Uh, at Bangerang a couple of times. That's awesome. Uh, oh, and, yeah, that's right. And he like, people still like really ask him about like, Weezer and he was like I haven't been in that band in like 20 years <laughs> that must be so frustrating yeah it's really crazy because like I mean and also you have to sort of think about like I always then also think about how that must make Scott feel because like Scott's right. been totally. in the band yeah. the longest totally. of any of their bassists and it's like he's he's their guy yeah like, and that's just how it is and I think uh comparing them is whack yeah <laughs> although I did watch I remember kind of like being like I don't know how I feel about Scott when I saw like an early an interview with him about uh-huh. joining the band and he oh like, yeah I was so stoked to join this band because like when I I just you know I always got so stoked on their music and when I first heard <laughs> Hashpipe I was so stoked on it and I just want to make music that other Weezer fans get stoked on too yeah. and I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> this guy likes to get stoked <laughs> big it's time sort of stoked Man. <laughs> uh, but like so the band reacted positively to it obviously yeah. and then uh, I, they brought you out to a show is that yeah. true yeah so one day I was at uh, home uh, uh, I think I was uh, I must have been playing Red Dead Redemption or something hell yeah great cool game. Great great game. truly the only video game I played in like probably nine years same yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I play a lot of games, but it, nice. Yeah, cool. for you. Damn cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I play a lot of video games. It's not a big deal, and I love Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's getting laid left, right, and center. Dude. Yeah, this guy's hot. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do all the cool things everyone cool does. This guy's hot, and his mom is young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was. I, I looked at my Instagram, and uh, I saw a thing from the official Weezer thing that said Weezer commented on your post, and I was like, Jesus. Oh my god. And I looked at it and said um, something like, uh, 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 oh, my God, did we just become best friends? Oh, wow. So they are logged on. They yeah. Love, they love that. They said, oh, did we just become best friends? P.S. Check your DMs. And I was like, oh, my fucking. I, I like st- I stood up and like of I course. D- jumped around. Uh, did you pause Red Dead? Oh, shit. <laughs> Kevin! Uh, Poor Arthur Morgan is drowning in a river somewhere. He's just standing, kicking his boots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and then I checked the message, and it said, hey, we love the sketch. would love to invite you to our show at Madison Square Garden in March. Um, contact this person for tickets. And I, and I uh, uh, also, I just assumed it was like some person that sure. runs their thing. Maybe, perhaps Carl, perhaps yeah. not. So I responded, uh, oh my God, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, can, uh, do I get to meet Carl? Uh-huh. And he said, ha ha, uh, maybe, love Brian. And I was <laughs> like, shit. oh my God. Uh, and then like later, I That's asked. That's crazy. Yeah, I asked someone if there was like, so, who runs the Instagram? They're like, it's mostly Carl, but then the band has the, like, the thing. So it was actually Brian. Whoa. Brian also, I met, I used to work at the Museum of Science and industry in Chicago, and I was working at an exhibit uh, taking tickets, um, uh, and Brian Bell walked in. I was like, that guy looks like Brian Bell, but it was Brian Bell. And I told him he couldn't take his coffee into the exhibit. <laughs> and I was, Fuck you, Brian. Yeah. I was honestly got so nervous that I was like, um, um, you actually can't bring that in, but you can come back when you're finished. Uh, and then he's like, oh, for sure. Man, this stuff. And he was like pointing at some trains or whatever. 
Anyway, I talked to him about trains for about a minute. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I didn't tell him that I love it. <laughs> so it sounds like you did You did good. You yeah. did, that sounds like it went but well. But then you met them at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So then we go to the show. After the show, they say, come back. Um, we go back. Like uh, The last song was Hash Pipe. And we go back kind of like towards the end of Hash Pipe. And then their uh, PR lady, very nice lady, uh, uh, she was like, "Oh, they're doing their encore right now." We were like, "What are they doing for their encore?" She was like, "They were like, take on me and then say it ain't so." And we're like, and she saw the look on our faces, uh-huh. and she's like, "Do you guys want to go see it?" And we were like, "Yeah." So she took us backstage to the side stage, Whoa, so we're like right woo. up in front, and say, and we got to see the end of Take on Me, and then all of Say It Ain't So, and it was awesome, amazing. And then we go back into like this little backstage area, and then we see the band go by, uh, and I'm like now going like, oh and Oh my God! Like it's them. Like it's, it's Pat. <laughs> so there, go, there, there goes Pat. And then um, at some point, she's like, "Okay, guys, come on in." And we go in there, and they're like eating their meal or whatever. They're eating food, uh, and they just say, th- "They're like, hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks so much." And it's me and uh, Stephen and Alan, and they're like, "Thanks so much for the thing." It, like it was really funny. We all loved it, and like we were like, "I was like, uh, the thing that I wanted to say was thank you for years of music and for changing my life." And, and, and uh, like if it weren't it, if it weren't for you, I don't know what I would be doing and all that stuff. Uh, and but like they um. They were just so cool. They were so sweet, That's so nice. Awesome. Rivers like was kind of like not saying much uh, yes. for a little bit, and he was like, "Yeah, thank, thank you." And then at the <laughs> and he looked like a little shy boy. Yeah, uh, and then at, at the always, end, always. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, he was like, um, "Yeah, thanks. It came out at like a really good time for us." And that's the words that he said to me. Oh, wow. wow. Um, Hell yeah, dude. But they were all so You jump-started his career again. <laughs> well, I don't know. He didn't need any help from me. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, it was truly, like, awesome. And, like, yeah, uh, I want I, – in my mind, I had wanted it to be like – and then, and hey, do you, you guys want to go get a drink? Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to go get a drink and talk about the album? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk <laughs> about the album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I uh, – but then it was like – it was uh, – 10 minutes, but it was cool. It was like I thought yeah. it was either going to be in and out or we hang out in our, and we exchange phone numbers and stuff. Uh, uh, 10 minutes is kind of the perfect yeah. one, I think, because yeah. it's like I didn't just get the handshake, but I yeah. didn't overstay my welcome. Right. And they asked a few questions about it, and it was just – it was awesome. That's awesome. Did they ask you, like – how did it go at the table? Like, yeah. I did? Was yeah, it a better really. question than yes. I asked? Yeah. What was Tuesday night like? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's Steve Higgins like? <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Hammond still announcing? <laughs> that's pretty chill. Uh, that's so cool. Like, that's what an amazing thing. Like, I mean, I don't know. To turn something that to like to turn something that you really love into like work that you got to have on television to have that been received well by the people it's like for yeah is amazing it's it's like an absolute insane thing like i can't i can't wrap my head around it about like i mean also like i've only worked there for since september yeah so like you know (laughs) Nine months ago, I was working temp jobs in Chicago and like listening to Weezer for for That's fun. So yeah, and then like now I met Weezer because I wrote a sketch for you know yeah, um, yeah. At, my, at the dream job that I have. You know, yeah. like it's insane. So what's the sequel about? <laughs> oh, there's only one other interest I have. <laughs> um, Not yeah. pausing Red Dead Two. <laughs> yes, it's about the rentals. <laughs> <laughs> but like we were supposed to he ended up rescheduling but we were supposed to have Michael Keaton on uh, Kimmel next uh-huh. week and uh 
you know, so you, we have like several weeks leading up to that to like pitch sketches, and I'm like a huge diehard Michael Keaton fan, and yeah. I could not pitch a sketch for him. I was too, <laughs> I couldn't decide what to pitch or how yeah. to pitch. I was too. I literally got to the point where I had to restrain myself from pitching a sketch where they bring me out, and he just tells <laughs> me that he is proud of me. <laughs> or when my uh, when um, I think uh, you should do it, Devin. <laughs> when Jason Momoa hosted, uh, my mom is a huge Stargate Atlantis fan. Holy shit. And she sent me a text. I got to find this text. Uh, it's, it'll take too long. But uh, that was pretty much just like, hello, Eli. I will never do this. But Stargate is such an important show for so many people. The image wow. of the Stargate opening can tear at one's heart straight. So oh, I'm like, please, <laughs> you have to do something with that. Uh, I love you. And so then uh, – in the pitch meeting with because on Mondays we go in and pitch ideas to the host and my pitch meeting for Momoa was like hey uh, my mom's a huge fan of yours so maybe you could look directly into the camera and talk about Stargate Atlantis for five minutes (laughs) (laughs) he liked that I didn't even know he was on that show Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was That's like exciting. a young man. I thought he meant SNL. I yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even know Momoa did SNL. I don't watch. <laughs> it hasn't been funny since 1996. <laughs> when Matt Sharp was on the writing staff. <laughs> he, he wrote the bulk of the sketches. Yeah, yeah. He wrote all those celebrity Jeopardy. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, before we start uh, getting <laughs> before into... Before we actually begin the subject begin, of this fucking yeah, podcast. Uh, yeah, before we start ripping in the, uh, the tracks, uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hell yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we start uh, you know, going track by track, how about some facts about the album? Let's hear right? it. I would love to. Uh, this so, is the stuff that I know less about. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, I mean, it was released in uh, May uh, 2002, oh, so it's the, the first. Can I just say real quick, uh-huh. I just I have to I have to lightly roast you. Sure. And I was listening to the first episode of this podcast, yes. and one of the facts you give about the Blue Album was uh, about the lyric uh, where they mentioned Kerouac, and you go, that of course is a reference to <laughs> yeah. Jack Kerouac. <laughs> Yeah. And his seminal work on the road. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they say that like word yeah. for word, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, a li- the lightest of lightest of roasts. A for singe. A singe. A Starbucks light roast for. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Well, the light roast has more caffeine. <laughs> I'm all jacked up. <laughs> anyway, let's get some sweet facts. Uh, some sweet facts. Um, so uh, Weezer self produced this album also, going back to like a Pinkerton style production. Um. Let's say uh, I didn't pre-read a lot of these. How many albums did they self-produce total then? Uh, Pinkerton, this one, and I think that's it. Okay, I think because they, they had they had they worked with Rick Ocasek again on everything will be all right in the end. Uh, ooh, what if I knew all the producers by off the dome? Uh, I, yeah, you've already named all the ones that I know. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, they, and then they had they had Rick Rubin. Right. They had uh, um, that was for make believe. They had for mm-hmm. for make believe and some of uh, Ratitude, I believe he did. Uh, Ratitude has like four different producers yeah. on it. Uh, probably why yeah, it's not so The great. proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Well, pudding. There's some good songs on there, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think if you see the, you know, the, it can't stop partying from the beginning to the final product, you really understand who's going through. Uh, you know, so a lot of these songs were sort of like tested on the, re- the, on the Weezer, um, uh, fan forums, and uh, this sparked a sort of contentious uh, relationship with Rivers and the fans. Uh, so he was like, "Yeah, I was reading about this. They like posted early cuts of songs on message boards. Yeah, to sort of like get what people like. Because like I get, I, wow. I I gather at the time people were sort of like Weezer sort of lost their touch with the Green Album was a little too similar. So he's sort of like, okay, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And." <laughs> 
Well, what the hell do you want me to write that? (laughs) It's one of the few times I've heard of a band being this direct with that, of like going to like their intense, and especially for 2001, to be like going to their online fan base. Well, they had they had a website like in '95, like because I mean they the 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 album or the the Buddy Holly video was on the Windows '95 that's right uh, disc, and also they like. I mean, they've had they've been online as long as it's been able, basically. That's crazy. Because I remember hearing an interview they did on Pinkerton, and a guy that called in on the radio was like, "I'm on your website right now," and Rivers was like, oh, yeah. "I have never been on it before. I don't know what it's like." Weird. Is that yeah. on the Pinkerton Deluxe? I think thing? so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, that and that guy was being mean to them. He's like, "Why is this <laughs> album not good?" He yeah. basically straight up asked them, "Like, why does this album suck?" Jesus uh, Christ! This is rude. Don't be rude to people that are. Yeah, you like what yeah. are you doing? Say it behind their back. Say it behind their back. <laughs> be it. Be throw shade in private. <laughs> uh, this was uh, Scott's first album with the band, obviously, and like this, he was in the band as of Mikey leaving, which was like pre Green album coming out. Mm-hmm. So he did. I think he did the like TV appearances they did for the Green album. Like I think he, Scott did it with them, so that was his sort of debut. Yeah, was was, was yeah. on the Green album, like uh, like not press tour, but like a promotional mm-hmm. tour. Um, Rivers said about uh, the album, "I want to conquer far and wide in the name of Weezer." <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> what I, on earth? I I, I love. I him. wouldn't say this album goes far and wide. No, it's about within the zone you think it would be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fans on the boards, uh, yeah, played a part of a record producer, but, uh, they were all like very jaded with their insight. Uh, and, but Rivers was interested in what they had to say because they weren't motivated by money because they weren't, you know, actually working on the album. Mm -hmm. They were just like, this is what you should do. Genuine fan interest. Um, and like, yeah, he basically, uh, oh, the, the album's, the song Space Rock addresses the fans, uh, directly, which we'll get into his lyrics a Mm. little later. I'm curious uh, about that. Yeah. We are, we are. <laughs> yes, that, that's a, a hidden message to the fans. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I have a disease. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is a slightly longer album for. I mean, I this guess this is the first one with more than ten songs. Yeah, this has thirteen tracks wow, on it, co- okay. but clocking in at a, I think, shorter time than Pinkerton. Huh. Uh, only thirty-three uh, minutes and forty-three seconds. Yeah, so they really like those kind of half-hour albums. Yeah. That's sort of their bread, but that's why they're churning out so many of these bad boys. Yeah, because right. they're just like, we'll just churn out like ten songs. That's yeah. it. But uh, I said on the Green album episode, there was like a hundred and like seventy demos that Rivers recorded for Maladroit. For, no, for Green. For Green. And then uh, Rick whittled it down. To I think they gave him seventy, and he whittled that down to seventeen, and Damn. then they landed on those final ten. Wow! Yeah, that's amazing. Great, yeah. great producing, Rick. Rick, <laughs> keep up the good work. Congrats on being inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow! I think last year, oh, maybe two cool. years ago. Good for him. Scott played with them. Wow! That's got to be fun, <laughs> that right? That is cool. That's a big gig. Uh, well, how about it, guys? Let's how about we start it. with track one? A good place to start, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this track is called American Gigolo, and it's track number one on Weezer's Maladroit. Like, what's going on here? What the hell is this? This is this is different than anything I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, there's that familiar tone we all know and love. <laughs> Not at all. This is heavy shit. I'm a little scared. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Rivers is sort of like. I mean. He's kind of telling you, hey guys, this is going to be a little different. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, there's going to be some stuff you like. 
there's you have these little dog yips in the, the back. Dip, doggy <laughs> yips. Are great. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, so this was a first recorded by Weezer in May on May 25th uh, in the DC demos in 2001. Now, who cares about that? Uh, <laughs> that's just right in front of me. Uh, this was sort of like the, the original demos of the song had more of a funk twist to it. That's huh. weird. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Uh, I tell you, my favorite part of this song is the little bridge that they do. Yes. Uh, that'll be coming up uh, a little bit after on, this next chorus. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think I think this is like as a... As a well, here we go. No, not this No, part. not this. It's after Oh, this yes. You I know, know the part you want. Yes, that part's a very Weezer-y part. Yeah, um, it's good. Click sort of classic uh, Weezer chord. Yeah, it was, it's going to come in right here. But um, <laughs> I don't want to talk over it because I really like it. Here it comes, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I just well, think yeah. those harmonies are very, very nice. Really yes. nice. I don't know what inside I'm going to have. I know. Anything. We're not yes. going like, hey, that's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah well, it's sick, dude. That's, I've, I've said that a few times as yeah. uh, we've been recording these. Uh, I have to sort of check myself from going, man, this one's also really <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> nah, this rule. Yeah. I think as a, as, a, uh, as a track one on a, uh, on a fourth Weezer album where people are not super excited about it, this is a good track one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a solid one. I wouldn't say it's like... Uh, one of my top tracks on the album no. overall. Uh-huh. Uh, I think this is an album with a strong beginning and a strong end and some filler in the middle is kind of how I listen to it. Sure. Uh, but this is this feels like an opening track to me. Yeah. This feels like a, with the way the drums into the guitar into the like lyric about we're starting the show. Uh, yes. Plus, it has the lyric that should maybe be in on every Weezer album from now on. Uh, if you hate this, I can't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Devin, that was savage. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, another you just dark roasted <laughs> another <laughs> savage moment of Devin Field on podcast. Oh man, they're gonna get yeah, count down all your epic burns. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think that's a a, a fair assessment. There is some like. It starts strong, ends pretty strong, middle, pretty good. I think this out this song sort of does prepare you though for like I think this is a very he- guitar heavy album. There's mm-hmm. a lot and it's like not even just a lot of guitar. There's like heavier guitar than they've ever had on some of on some of these songs. And would you say before or since? Hmm. Wow. You know, what I would I mean? say, yeah, I would think so because well, there is a... The, the Future Scope trilogy on Everything Will Be All yeah. Right in the End is one of the most interesting guitar things they've ever done because there's I, five I, guitars on it. I love that thing. Yeah. That's so much. Uh, I think that when sometimes people are like, get back to being Weezer, I think that like Weezer, I mean, there's such a metal, Rivers has such a metal influence. Mm-hmm. I yes. was talking to his people about that, actually. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh. uh, be nice. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, but they were like, um, they were like, oh yeah, he's was like a metal head growing up and people forget that. So like when they're, this I think is super Weezery because mm-hmm. of how heavy the guitars are. Yeah. And, and when I first heard it, since this is the first album I ever heard and I was very much listening to like, I was growing up in Seattle listening to like indie rock uh-huh. and like present it's the United States of America. Cool. So another so like, great band. Yeah, yes. a great, I would love to start a podcast about their 
four albums. <laughs> you gotta do it. Um, and uh, but so when I first heard this, I was like, this. I thought I was listening to heavy metal. I was like, because I hadn't listened yeah. to any yeah. heavy metal before, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm being introduced to the world of heavy metal, and I kind of like it. Like it's, not, it's like, yeah, it's because it's pop metal. Yeah. yeah. With with us, we could, we'll talk about it later. The song Slave, but like that, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Quit telling me what to do, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, let's rip into the next track. Uh, number two, Dope Nose. Would love to hear it. <laughs> Why isn't it playing? Oh, it oh, yeah. has a quiet start Does online it? for some reason. Oh yeah, I can hear it. This is like an this alt. Must be some sort of live version. Yeah, I don't know what this. Why this is different? I'm playing it for my iTunes. Damn, Matt. Hmm. For, I'm pulling up Spotify. For a true Weezer fan. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are you hitting us with these? Alt takes. This is kind of fun though. Yeah. It's like a it's like a rip, like a yeah. like a YouTube rip. Uh, but it's labeled yeah. as correctly. I don't know why it's that way. But let's see. I'm a purist and uh, <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. Now I have to wash my hands fifty times because my my uh, I. I ripped my Pinkerton CD from my sister's rip of a Pinkerton CD <laughs> that had a scratch on it. So there's a few like skips in yes. the song yes. that is just how the song That's goes a, in yeah. my mind. I have some of those on different albums as well. It's very telling of like how we consumed music at the time yeah. when we yeah. were all first <laughs> exactly, listening to this yeah. album. Absolutely. That as soon as that started, we were all like, uh, no, I don't think so. No, no, nope, no, uh, no, nope. no. That's not how it goes. Uh, here's, here's the real dope nose. Spotify, come on. Here we oh, go. There, yes. there we go. There it is. Cool. We're going to keep to this Spotify because I don't know what edits I got. Thanks a lot, Apple. Thanks a lot, Apple. Um, was this... Uh, this is their first single off yes. this album. I think the song rules. I think it's I very think fun. rules as well. Yeah. <laughs> Hot takes all around. <laughs> well, next track. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I think this one is really fun. This feels to me like... Um, like it could, I like that background yeah. vocals. That's pretty Pinkerton-y. Yeah, very. He uh, he wrote this at the same time as Hashpipe. So Interesting. So this is uh, a track he holds on to. Really, Rivers holds on to tracks. Like yeah. I mean, he definitely. I mean, that previous album had like almost 200 demos for it. So he just writes out a bunch of songs and it holds on to. Oh, them. we gotta stay quiet for the ultimate problematic yeah, lyric. Yeah, I was about to bring this up. Yeah. Oh no. First, this weird lyric. And then this part. Oh no. That a lot of the problematic Weezer stuff I didn't notice until like a little bit later on, yeah. but that yes. one was pretty blaringly clear from the moment that yes. came out. That's pretty and, rough. And I had to I, I remember racking my brain thinking like, what did he mean by that? Yeah. Like what could that possibly Because the full lyric is and apologies. Fag of the year who yes. could beat up your man. Hmm. And this gets speaks to a larger issue that I feel like, you know, you referenced on an earlier episode of the podcast, yes. and we were talking about it the other day of the uh, song, the lyrical process that Rivers has. Yes, uh, that I first heard about on his Song Exploder interview, where he has these spreadsheets of different lyrical phrases divided up by like syllables and the words that they rhyme with, and like you know, so he can just like cut and paste these like lyrical fragments into songs. And I wonder if that kind of shit was 
starting at this point or I if wonder, it had already yeah. started because yeah. this to me feels like there's a lot of lyrics on this album there's some that feel cohesive but there's a lot that are just like what how does that phrase connect to the one that came before it but i think that they work like i think on this like, album there's like flow to them and you end up grabbing onto these little snippets because yeah. they're entertaining a, a process that has like over time maybe not been as successful right but works here uh could use any other word yeah uh truly any other word yeah but like blank of the year that could beat up your man that's a fun phrase if yeah it weren't for the you know. yeah how about There's man of the year yeah who could beat up your man yeah what a great lyric <laughs> you just wrote, well look i'm not a songwriter <laughs> yeah uh but and then uh it, it says here according to legend uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like i'm picturing tom hanks and cloud atlas yeah. gathering people around a fire <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. gather true, around true. Uh, Rivers uh, took four shots of tequila, popped some Ritalin, and paced around until he wrote a song. <laughs> and guys, that, I think that's chapter four of The Artist's Way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just fucking rail some Ritalin and get the shit done. I hope I didn't spoil a uh, pivotal moment in the uh, Weezer biopic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, God, uh, would love to play anyone in that movie. Uh, I think that movie would be boring. It probably would be. <laughs> I think if you sort of God only knows it, like it only did, I mean, truly, yeah. like maybe do those first two, like that yeah. may be an interesting. Right. Uh, was that the name of that movie? No, it's called uh, 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 Love and Mercy. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, Should have been called God only knows. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not even just them recording pet sounds. It's also no. split with John Cusack making no effort to look like Brian Wilson. <laughs> no, uh, none at all. Playing him dating Elizabeth Holmes. Not Elizabeth Holmes. That's the thing. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think all that's a thing. I think all uh i music biopics are my favorite movie genre and so i love them when they're big and bloated and you end up with the person in old man makeup at the end like those yes. are great but i i think a, a cool way to do music biopics is just like one album like yes. if i were to make the weezer biopic it would be them recording pinkerton yeah because I, I think that's the most interesting time in their career like, yeah like where they're so like i don't know yeah Absolutely, especially yeah. because like coming off of Blue and trying to like replicate with an album that you know is not going to be as yeah. well replicated and but, like do something com- different yeah. that's not you actively it, not that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them make the hit album because like great, cool. I know like I don't know. It's not interesting to see people succeed. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like or it doesn't make for an interesting movie. It's or good. like do the like right from like them making Pinkerton and then releasing Pinkerton and then the next five years of their life. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. that would be they <laughs> come back with the green because then you could end it with the green album. Yeah. Yes. And return to the rentals. <laughs> Which it's is both. That's really the got. God. That's the that's the love and mercy part well, of it. It's yeah. a it's a Marvel's cinematic universe style uh, movie series where yeah. we get some movies about the different albums. We get some movies about the rentals. Well, then we have a movie about uh, my Rudolph being on Saturday Night Live. Right. And, yes. uh, oh and you, Eli is teased you. at the man. end of that movie. And, <laughs> my, my Rudolph also went to my alma mater, UC Santa Cruz. Oh wow! Oh. And we were both in the the rentals. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, I, the, the, I, I only found out about the rentals. Like maybe four years ago, I think I, I had, literally just found out about them this year. Oh, the rentals are great. They're yeah. amazing. It's like it's like I got more Weezer to listen yes, to. Yeah, it's like when Pinkerton Deluxe came out, and I was like, oh my god, look at all these songs. These yes. are awesome. The Pinkerton Deluxe tracks are really good. They're yeah. so a whole episode worth. Who knows? And also Maladroit's great. <laughs> yes, I'll just Maladroit. Yeah, and Maladroit. Speaking yeah. of Maladroit, how about track number three? How about it? Keep fishing. This might be their best first three tracks. I think so. It's up there. You think? Well, maybe not, but 
I it's love up there. This I think is one this, of my favorites. I think this is the best song in the album for sure. Definitely the best. And the I rhythm keep, is great. I've been making some bold statements in the last 30 seconds, but maybe the best. My, sorry. I don't need to say best, but my favorite Weezer music video. Very, oh, 100%. Yeah. This part. I mean. Oh, my God. But, like, uh, the Muppets are in this video, right? Oh, freaking yeah. Muppets, and man. I also, I mean, love the Muppets. I love them so much, I might stand them, Devin. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think that tracks. Yeah, I you st- stand I the Muppet. I stand the Muppet. We stand the Muppet King. <laughs> we stand the Muppet King. Uh, and but- then didn't that lead to them having like a bunch of merch of them like with the Muppet? Like, yes. isn't there like merch of like Kermit throwing a yeah, Kermit, Kermit. Kermit wearing a Weezer shirt. Um, rules. I gotta buy that shirt. I know. It's really good. I, I think I like almost bought it when I was like 16 because I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But like, oh, this- and then this little part coming up is such a nice little uh, bridge again. Classic Weezer doo-wop backing vocals. Very fun. This is such a good song. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I don't think I've ever... They Have I seen them do this live? I don't know. Really? I've never I can't seen clack them, if I've seen them do it. I don't think... I might have seen them do this one time. But, like, I... at the On Tuesday... Uh, yeah. Uh, concert they didn't play a single song from Maladroit. How it's often are they playing any songs from Maladroit? Um, I well, when I saw them last August, um, during like an interlude while Rivers was getting back to the stage, uh-huh. um, Brian and the rest of the band played uh, Burnt Jam, Ooh. and uh, but um, just the That's music fun. part of it, they replaced the lyrics with um, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Fuck. It was really cool. Sometimes they get weird. it right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was quite strange, but then he did, uh, and then that's when uh, he was wearing he was wearing a Nirvana t-shirt. Was uh, rock- yeah. He was rocking out in the garage. One Hell time I yeah. saw it when the they, they yeah. had, I think it was when the Red Album came out and they had um, uh, uh, like a record player out on stage that was playing heart songs. Ooh. And they and Rivers came over and he kicked it over and the and Fuck then yeah. he started saying say, they did that in their you know uh, grandma take me huh yeah right. oh wow. wow it was uh, awesome. sliver is that that song or silver I, that's I, I, I said the lyrics so that I didn't have to remember what that yeah. title was and I'll feel mom and dad went to a show <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta rap them I'm from the Pacific Northwest yes uh, sliver yeah that's fun. Uh, they're fun guys. They're fun, fun guys. guys. That's a set piece. They're also, kicking over. A when record. they have longer sets, I think they do go a little bit deep. Like this one, they shared the bill with the Pixies, so like that, uh, that, that. So they're doing like forty-five minutes ish, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last, when I saw them like two years ago, they had like a medley of like lesser known minor hits yeah and that was pretty cool i gotta say from everything i hear like basically you two guys talk <laughs> about in terms of set lists that you've seen or heard about or anything uh they said they are pretty uniquely creative with their set lists for a band that's been around this long of like they'll do a set it sounds like lately they've been playing a lot of hits is like a lot of their set lists but also I've, you know to do tours of like these full albums back to back and stuff like that yeah i think that's awesome i think that's very a very cool way to uh keep their fan base interested i mentioned it on another one but I saw them at the Troubadour and Brian was like, we want to do a small, like a small rooms tour where we do only like B sides. Oh, and I fucking, God. it'd be great. Actually come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, when I saw uh, uh, at them at Madison square garden, uh, uh, 
one of the uh, folks at Crush uh, Music was like, oh, we were like, oh, is there, do you know the set list yet? And she's like, no, the algorithm's working. And we were like, what? And and then she was like, oh, yeah, Rivers created an algorithm God to create their set lists. So each song is like assigned whatever thing, and it'll pop something out with a, an appropriate mix of hits and and lesser That's known so wild isn't, isn't that, that crazy isn't it, that the most believable thing yes ever? because it fits so perfectly with that lyrical system yeah it's just him applying a very similar logic to that man it's so weird because it's like clearly it gets results at different times yeah but it's the most clinical creative process i've ever heard of yeah uh one other thing before uh, we move on to the next song they recorded this song twice. Uh, they re-recorded it. They re-recorded it after release of the album, and that's why there's like a um, uh, what do you call it? like a CD mix, and then like the radio edit. There's like a, uh, a different version that okay. they they shopped as a single. Uh, well, this the, I, I think this song should be on their set list more often. It's a, it's a top ten Weezer track for me. I think I wow. think so too. That's I think great. it's yeah. I think it's really fun. Uh, and I think part of the fun for me is that I can just very easily picture the music video and i love the muppets yeah right uh, yeah and like I, think about it like if they do it live they can throw like muppets around oh Holy yeah shit. oh my god cool <laughs> i think or maybe just, they'll show up <laughs> the muppets cameo yeah. yeah i think it just sounds kind of like timeless for weezer's catalog yes. like it could be on yeah. almost any weezer album i agree i think it's uh i think it's a weezer classic hey uh and then that leads into this next one uh number four take control oh uh. Now, this is some rock and roll shit yeah. right here. Hell yeah, this isn't your dad's Weezer. <laughs> See, this was, when I was listening to this today, I was like, this song could be by anyone. Yes. It's kind of my feeling about this song. Especially, these vocals are weird. They have a weird effect on them. They're, it's like more kind of echoey, yeah. sort of like Nickelback era vocal sound. Uh, my little fun fact about this song is that Brian Bell thinks it should have been a single. Uh, you're really? wrong, Brian. <laughs> I, well, I love this part right here. Yeah. Yeah, this I, sounds I agree weird. with you that the first part's kind of weird, yeah. but this now this is, is weird. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. This makes me wonder, like, just because of the way he's playing guitar, and I think I've said on the show before that I think Rivers is a much better guitar player than sometimes he allows himself to be. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, he's been doing, like, interviews and stuff recently for the Black Album and Teal, uh, and there is, like, a, uh, like, he's been teasing a... Um, like a Van, a, a Van Weezer album where it's like all riffs, uh, basically, yeah. like like Van Halen ins, uh, inspired uh, hmm. like riffs. And I wonder Man. if that would good one luck. be good or two. Like if that's what even what people want. Yeah. Uh, it's because but you no know what? and no. It's <laughs> just my take. That's that's what I bet on. Uh, I want to try to find the the guitar solo in this song because it is really good. It's a interesting weird one. I think it's coming up right there. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is like yeah. For their parts of the song sound really Weezery. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know enough about guitars to know what they're doing. This. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, this rule. <laughs> this is what people want to hear, right? It's two two yeah. <laughs> late night writers just singing, scatting the guitar solo over the guitar solo. <laughs> But if they did an album that sounded a lot more like this, that particular guitar solo, I think I'd be interested. Yeah, 
It's um, I I have mixed feelings about the guitar solos on this album in general. A lot of them feel very like dropped in to me. Sure, kind of like we need a solo now, and they just kind of like, oh, here's that's the, interesting. Here's like ten seconds of one that kind of work, but that's an interesting one. I think. Uh, I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> I like it too. Uh, I think I think that song. Uh, I think that one is in the top for this for this album for me only because of the guitar solo. Cool. Uh, but I don't know necessarily if the lyrics uh, are very interesting they're, to yeah, me. Yeah, they're just kind of generic of, uh, you know, I think that's part of why it feels to me like it could be almost like by anyone is there. there Weezer lyrics can be fun in their weird specifics, and this doesn't yes. really have any fun specifics. Here's I, an exercise. Uh-huh. What if this were a 10-album or ten track, oh, sorry, album? ten track album. Okay, interesting. I'll I'll start thinking about that. Yes, as we so go through like, these. like, which three yeah. songs would you yeah. cut? So far, I love that. I'm this... loving them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so far, no notes. Yeah. <laughs> but might have to be a fifteen track. Album. <laughs> we gotta get a couple of these on here again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, of course we repeat. Keep fishing to dope those. And this is for nobody, but I've certainly put this song on several uh, uh sketch show tech cds uh <laughs> while we're changing sets i think it's a fun little rocking number for uh, uh for the, the that's interesting i put burnt yeah. jam on one oh fun that's a great yes. well that's and that's why it makes sense that they would have played burnt jam as a transition music yeah. during a set it's perfect transition riff. yeah because uh, yeah the beginning i mean we'll get to it uh i can't wait I can't i'm wait. so excited because i do love it um this next track is called death and destruction pretty Ooh. dark yeah Ooh. am i gonna be okay <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I was about to say like I was about to say maybe this is one that I cut, but then that first part was really nice. Yeah, and I, I think this song is pretty. Oh my god. I think this is like a solid uh ballad from them. Yeah, I think as a ballad, as far pretty as ballads guitar. go, it really works. Yeah. I think it showcases the instrumentation of the band. Yes. Because, like, Rivers is taking kind of a backseat vocally and lyrically in this one. It's funny that you even mentioned the instrumentation. There were no lyrics on this song before. It was supposed to be just an instrumental that, song. That makes the uh, that yeah. makes so much sense. Makes perfect yeah. sense. Oh, the coming up is my uh, uh, favorite stupid lyric on this album. Every time that I call you, and then this part right here always makes me oh, laugh. Oh, yeah. Just because it's such a Rivers line. <laughs> Every time I call you, you find some way to ditch me. <laughs> and then here's your Weezer chorus. There we go. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Good guitar riff. We all just played air guitar. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're cool. <laughs> we're so cool. Yeah, but I think this was, uh, I think this is a good one. Oh, here's a good oh, solo. Oh, hell this is a really yeah. good solo. <laughs> this is one of the better solos on the album. Hard to do a ballad solo. Yes. This fucking rules. <laughs> it sounds like there's like multiple guitars layered on each other, yeah. but I also don't know. Yeah. There's a lot going on there for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, a cool ballad guitar solo is, is like you're a cool blues man or something. Yeah. Just wailing on that axe. Yeah, he's baby. like Mark Marin or something. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite blues musician is probably Mark Marin, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> Um, everyone in the Rock Bottom Remainders, the band made up of all best-selling authors like uh, Dave Barry and Amy Tan. Uh, and those Russell Crowe. The guys from the newsroom and the last episode. Oh, my God. Anyone from a Viagra commercial. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, can Aaron so- 
Taylor could be fully canceled already. Oh why, my God. why are we still indulging him? You know, Newsroom might come back to tackle you know the Trump era. We need it because there's not enough people calling him out. <laughs> yes. We, we need. We just need more content. And, and so since Newsroom was always a show that talked shit about the news that happened two years ago, are they going to do that with like start with the election and then be like, oh my God, dude, he just fired Comey. And I have to like watch Aaron Sorkin's like Comey tweets come yeah. to life or something. Uh, like, and then one episode will they'll have reported some news and then it, it comes across the desk that it was indeed fake. <laughs> and then that's the credits oh into next God, week. You're so right. And Jeff Daniels <laughs> will have accidentally reported fake news. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this he'll, have moved, the, he'll have moved to Canada. This isn't the Sorkin cast. No, God. Um, but yeah. man, that'd be that'd be a worse show. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a terrible show. Uh, yeah, I mean, this would maybe be on my chopping block, as you mentioned. Well, so right uh, now, it is on the chopping block, but I, I it's it's nice though. It's very nice. I think it's a very pretty song, and I wish they did more songs like that. Yeah, good change of pace <laughs> on the album. Yeah, yeah. I can almost see it as a. I can almost see it as track ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a, totally. as a way out. I was thinking about like maybe seven or eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and me? I'm thinking five or six. <laughs> well, it is track five. Yeah. But you know what track six is? Oh, hit me. Slob. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is a fun one. <laughs> Great. This is like a killer That's first so cool. 30 seconds. Yeah. I think this could be track one even. If I was yeah. going to rearrange some of the tracks, uh, this would be a good track one. Oh, this guy really gets what I was going through at 12 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. And it really is true. All, like... He's speaking to 12-year-old boys. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Slob was originally part of the Summer Songs of 2000 set list. This is when they were recording songs for uh, the Green Album. Uh, and the song was later recorded for uh, for this album. And it almost didn't make it on. But apparently River said, I would have never thought to put the song Slob on the record if fans did not request it. Because I guess during the fan period, they're like, put Slob back on. Slob is good. Slob is good. It is good. Slob good. Slob good. <laughs> if you think Slob is good, hashtag Slob good. <laughs> hashtag Slob on my knob. <laughs> As in turn up the knob. Yes. Slob song so yeah. good. You're drooling over your knob. Turn up the knob. This slob song is so good. <laughs> um, yeah, and I like when it picks up here in yeah. this part where they fill it out more. Yeah. It's a cool evolution of the song. This part, yeah. Oh. And this, these lyrics are so evocative of Pinkerton. Yes. Talking about his stepdad's beer. Yeah. Or granddad's Grand beer. Which is, oh, that's a blue thing, right? That's right, blue. Yeah. Not Pinkerton. Well, they repeat Devin, those can I ask things. you something? Are you a fan? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm a fucking poser, dude. Imagine being a Weezer poser. <laughs> oh, God, what a thankless existence. No, I love all their albums. Yeah. Why? Why are you? Oh, <laughs> uh, because they're good. <laughs> what parties are you trying to get into? Yeah, I um, I think, I think this song slaps. It's I, good. I, good guitar good solo in the yeah. back half too. Yeah, there's a. Uh, I think that's a really fun one, and and the angst is so unapologetic. Yes, yeah, it is very just like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> and it, it speaks to that another big question I have about rivers in general of just like I just I can never tell like when something is like ironic at all yes. or like fully yeah. emotionally invested in you know totally in, I I agree in my heart of hearts I hope it, it that is like real 
You know what I mean? I, I, this I don't want someone, I guess I don't want him me. to be upset. I, I hope him be that's happy. real, but I hope Endless Bummer is 100% fake. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, you know what changed my opinion? Uh, uh, I used to think it was all real and something that concerned me. And then at the concert, I saw him kiss his son and give his son a hug. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, maybe he is a great He's artist. He's just a person. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, and or, or like Beverly Hills, I'm like, this can't be real. No, right? that seems ironic to that's me. That's like the most arch, I think. Yeah. I, um, but I can see a world in which he thinks it's right. You right. Know? Like, it's so hard to tell. Where he, maybe that's. And maybe this is a thing with him where it's like a kernel of earnesty in his brain where he feels like that. Yes. And he's, he's like, that, you know, uh, and I just don't belong. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's a thought that he's had in his head. And he's like, oh, let me write a song about that feeling. And then I'll like sing that. it sarcastically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I think this one feels just like an artist tapping into that angst as opposed to like, uh, you know, I, him actually thinking that of like, nobody right. call me. <laughs> don't I don't uh, I'm not gonna pick it up even if you do. <laughs> uh so the moment has come. <sighs> yes. Burnt jam, everybody. Oh, give it to go. me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh so fun. Pat's having fun back there. You gotta just baby. hear this riff. <laughs> oh yeah, we're just all listening I to agree. it, loving it. It's yeah. clean as hell. You should just play guitar, and Pat should just play the drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, vocal melody is so weird. Yes. In the best way. Yeah. I wonder how they figure... I mean, Rivers, his brain must work in this way where he can hear, like, syllables better than we all can, because yeah. uh, the Smells Like Teen Spirit version of this song, like, really did work. I yeah. was like, oh, I love this. Yeah, that's fun. Um, this is one where I don't think the lyrics make any sense at all. No. Uh, yeah, Gothic Flavor, How I Miss You, If I Only Once Could Kiss You. Maybe, oh, well, here's a little info about the song. The song describes a lost love uh, and how Cuomo wishes for it once again. I mean, obviously, with the lyrics. Yeah. Um, it did not always have these lyrics or lyrics at all. It began, it began as an instrumental. We all knew yeah. they were about to shred. We had to yeah. give it to him. Uh, these lyrics were given, uh, like, uh, this is, let's see, oh yeah. So you was, said this started as an instrumental? It started as an instrumental, yeah, and then the lyrics that were added to it originally were just, uh, Rivers singing about potato chips, and then it began to evolve into the song that we know now. That's funny. Ooh, this is a great solo. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, man. This was the song that made me fall in love with this band. Wow. This is the first album I ever heard, and this was this is the first track that I really identified as like, holy shit, I gotta listen to that song right away. Again, right away. Like, let's put this on repeat one. It just that that riff just like burrowed into my brain. Uh, definitely a top ten Weezer song for me. Just, I think it's just speak for, in terms of my personal experience with Weezer, I gotta give it to him on that one. Uh, I and it, but it makes me wonder. It's so specific. Do people hate this song? I don't know. That's the thing that I've, I actually I feel felt, like. Why would like, anyone hate this song? If, but I could see a world. Why would they hate a perfect song? <laughs> I could see a world where someone would be like, "This song is it's like a weird kind of dissonant riff," and then like, <laughs> you know, like I could totally see someone, a Weezer fan, even that's the not thing. liking this song. I can, yeah, if they're like a if. They're all surf wax America, and right. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the thing that's been really interesting so far uh, for me, like doing this because, like track. I mean, I have an idea of what people think about 
the albums as holes usually, but like track by track, that's so different for everybody probably. Yeah. Like yeah. just the, I mean, cause there were songs even on Pinkerton uh, and Zach and Jess. I was like, Oh, they're going to love this one. They're like, you know what? This one? No. Really? And I was like, huh? Interesting. What? Yeah. I think I have no notes for Pinkerton of like, I would not, I, I wouldn't have anything to say. Cause even some things are like a little imperfect, but that's like, yeah, yeah that's that's the makes whole it so great. I, I can't remember how I said what I like what fully said about them. I know in the moment there were, I was picking apart, some of the lyrics that didn't age well or yeah, whatever sure. uh but other than that i think i was pretty like positive i think i did sort of reorder some of the songs i was like some of these songs uh are better than others i think mm-hmm. uh but i think as a whole it is it's a it's a perfect work it's the only weezer album i own on vinyl wow, wow. <laughs> yeah no big deal so. uh i i joined a vinyl subscription uh uh service to get a special pressing of this album that was like a clear oh, like cool. marble blue that's awesome. vinyl yeah and then i immediately canceled it because yeah, it course. did cost 35 dollars <laughs> no uh, but that's like cool. a month yeah but that's i had great. to have that that's um yeah that song rules I, I you know no notes yeah i think that song is really great and, and b- b- what the hell is burnt mm. b-u-r-n-d-t Who? not b-u-r-n-t burnt burnt Let's it see. burnt it what the fuck is it Burnt to jam. I'll and tell then- you what, the first thing that pops up, this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, what did you think was going to happen when you Googled burnt? Uh, when you Googled the word they made up. Oh, uh, it says they made it up. Urban Dictionary says uh, when you get stoned or high, it's called burnt. I'm so, um, what's the word? Burnt. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> That's from Mike, uh, July 9th, 2003. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, post maladroit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah. Okay, um, we got to the bottom of it. Uh, I, yeah, I really love that song. I think it's great. I wish they included it in more of their sets. Yeah, I get why they don't though. Yeah, because it's mean, not just, like it's, it's not like a hit. It's yeah, not a and it's lower energy and you could people could lose interest. Works. I mean, like as we said, works really well as an interlude. Yeah. Uh, this next song is called Space Rock. I like Space Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Originally known as Pace, uh, Place the Blame. Place the Blame? Yeah. Huh. Not a good title. This part's cool. Weezer Owls. Who uh, the track. He, wrote, he rewrote the lyrics to the song uh, to express his frustration and the rapport he had with online fans at the time. Uh, oh, so that's who the kids are that yes. he's complaining about? That yes. makes me like the song more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. I love this song. It might be on the chopping block. Yeah, not, be, not, not because block. it's bad. No. Just be. <clears throat> that's weird. I think this is a bit of a fillery song to me. Like we, yeah. Rivers is kind of barely singing on it. His, you know, his right. His but vocals I, are like muted for half of it, basically. Uh, but you can't. And it just have feels fun. a little yeah. generic to me. But you can't have fun, have fun when all they do is say. So that's how he feels. Yeah. I like that he did a fan diss track on the fa- the crowdsourced album. Yes, yeah, I think uh, that is uh, a really wild move. Yeah, it's I a mean, solid this solo. This it's got a it's lot great. of really good guitar solos. I yeah. think we got to just give it up. Yeah. It was just a this was a skip next for me. Really? Oh, I love this. I think it's a thank you next. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'll, for me, it's like a thank you. I'm gonna listen to the rest of the song, yeah. and then the next song we'll play. After that. <laughs> yeah. So this for you, this song is uh, the Pete Davidson of the album. Eli's good friend, Pete <laughs> yeah, Davidson. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's. Um, who? Which one did he teach her? Um, if one taught me love, one taught me patience, one taught me pain. I think. Uh, yeah. Keep fishing taught me love. 
Uh, this space rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, finish it. Finish it. Uh, space rock uh, taught me. Oh, you know what? Burnt jam maybe taught me patience because I was like, oh, we're gonna see what this one is. I really like yeah, it. Okay. And then, hey, maybe space rock taught me pain. <laughs> But yeah, maybe, maybe, I, Matt. I don't even. I think there's a song I don't. I dislike more than Space Rock. I don't even dislike Space Rock. Yeah. I think that. Uh, um, I don't know. Hmm. I'm a big sci-fi guy, so I like Space Rock. Yeah, so, and you know hey, what? It's I can't little, argue with the title. <laughs> they, the That's title's off limits. Man. I'm not, I'm not going space, anywhere near baby. the title. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> That'd be a different show. Yeah. Uh, That's the second season of this podcast yeah. is the Weezer podcast titles only. Yeah, do I we like the title? Yeah, do you think the title <laughs> says what the song is about? Uh, uh, s- side note, I think that on the Black Album has my... Uh, uh, from least favorite ti- the most biggest disparity by how little I like the title to how much I like the song which one? I think uh, is it High as a Kite? it is High as a Kite High as a Kite is a great song terrible title agreed 100% bad, also- bad title bad lyrics yeah ooh I kind of like the lyrics I say bad lyrics um, I think I- I'm going parasailing <laughs> I like guys it. we're not doing the Black <laughs> Album I will say also LA Girls is a great Weezer track that has LA a terrible Girls is, title uh, LA Girls uh, that, yes that's, uh, I love that song yes uh, uh, yeah I also love LA. Girls. Off the White Album, yeah. uh, it builds amazingly. Have us back for the White Album, right? Oh man, California Kids, <laughs> yeah, uh, and the companion piece, LA Girls. I love it. I love Summer the White Lane album. and Drunk Dory, Big One. Oh my God! Oh, incredible! I mean, Endless Bummer. It's a, it's a thematic it's, album. It's, it's a, a great album. album yeah. God damn it! It's fucking good. Uh, oh, and even the, the, the bonus tracks are great on it too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, fake smiles and nervous laughter. Yeah, yeah. and then was the other one? Uh, friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. Oh my God! So good. And uh, I love the USA is funny. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of that's a guilty pleasure Weezer song. Yeah, for me. I like the piano and a weird music video with Patton Oswalt in yeah. the White House. Yeah, you hear that Trump? Yeah, <laughs> I think it was pre Trump no election. Way. Was it? I don't think so because it came video? out. It came out April twenty sixteen. Yeah, well, he was elected November twenty sixteen. Mm. When the video, but that, that was when the White Album came out. When did the song, because that was that a song different, came out after. Yeah, it was like not. Oh, that's right. Did it? Or I wait, so. did it? I, I don't it, know. It, it wasn't released. I mean, look, we'll get into it on that one. I am fully going to pull up the YouTube clip of that just to see when, when it was uh, when that video debuted. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to yeah, play please. the next track, "Slave." Kind of moody here. Yeah, kind yeah, of creepy. Very moody. Yeah. Oh. I think starts very Weezery. It's pretty fun. It's almost like two. A lot of these songs have just so many different parts. Yeah, yeah. That are so disparate, and it's like some of them, that some of them work well together. They all work fine together, but like they're just a different song. You're like, oh, I like this. Part. I like this yeah. song now. Yeah, I, I think, like I like this one a lot. This could have easily nice been movie. on the Green Album, I think. Yeah, it feels very Green Album. Uh, but I like yeah. the melody. I like the melody of the uh, verses. I think I misquoted a song earlier. I think I said a song. Eli. Play, but I oh, no. Play. Eli's grabbing a sharp object and slitting his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> this was apparently considered to be uh, a single, but they uh, they didn't do it. Hmm. This would have been a solid single. Yeah, some of the sticker pressings for, or, you know, some of the stickers on the original pressings uh, wrote this on oh, as, a, like as a single. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the third single. Or yeah. Something. That makes sense to me. But although I think a couple of these tracks coming up at the end, I think, are stronger. Me too. Uh, I think that this, uh, that Slavin and... 
space rock. Or, I, right, right now are the ones that I might cut. And also, you, it, it, these aren't easy cuts. No, I mean, we're, yeah. we're I don't crying. want to do this. We're yeah. fully sobbing I as like, we consider I, this. This chorus works for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or the, you know, this, this bridge right here. But the yeah. chorus, Who Put On Your Heart, Because I, I Can't Change, No, is pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm not yeah. a songwriter, but I no, like I think they. It's, I'm realizing that there's a lot of similar bridges on this album yeah. in terms of yeah. kind of the overall sound of that break. I mean, guys, do you hear that? It's a nice. That's another nice solo. Every right. single track on this album has a guitar solo. Yeah, like a crazy I, guitar yeah. solo. And is that? Do they always have a guitar solo on every track? No. no. Because <laughs> that was hitting me when I was re-listening that. I think that gets to what I was talking about earlier about feeling like dropped in of like, oh, yeah. kind of. Yeah, they just did it a lot for some reason. I got a quick update on I Love the USA music video. Okay, Devin, I'm throwing to you. Okay. Donald Trump was elected on November 8th or 9th? Yes. Oh, November 9th, 2016. The video was published on YouTube October 9th, 2016. Wow. wow so one month? month before. And so that's the, that was the election night, not induction, because he was inducted. Inauguration. Oh, inauguration, uh, yes. Yeah, so he... Uh, <laughs> inducted the President's Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they already retired his jersey. From the <laughs> yeah, so, it, so they were clearly playing with the idea of, what if this freaking idiot gets elected yeah, yeah. and having a fun, goofy yeah. time with that? Yeah. Uh, and then a month later, it came true. Hmm. Fuck you, Rivers. <laughs> it's your fault. No. I'm looking at you, Patton. <laughs> if you hear this, you son of a bitch, I want you to know you got Trump elected, and you're also the reason I started doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, and you've been you. nothing but nice to me every time we've had interactions. <laughs> yeah, um, you came on uh, the show and did a stupid bit I pitched where you read Mike Huckabee's tweets as if they're stand-up. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> That's fun. That's a good bit. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that song, would I would I chop it? Hmm. It's getting tough. It's getting I don't, I don't tough. think, I don't know that I could confidently chop that, but I got to hear the rest, baby. Right. All right. I, there's, yeah. I, I need to see it in front of me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, okay. We're gonna have a tough end of this episode. I like that I brought week. this up, but I didn't really want to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're like, which one of my darlings do yeah. I kill? Yeah. Uh, well, this next song, "Falling Slave," is "Fall Together." Ooh, I like "Fall Together." A lot of them also start with yeah. Pat having a little fun on those drums. Yeah. I'll say it, boys. This is getting the cut. Whoa! Wow, this is getting, this the, getting cut. the cut. Huh? I was just about to say, this ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <sighs> the, the chorus on this is so good. The chorus is good. You and I have never had an argument this big before. Yeah, this is a rupture. Yeah. This is... It's going to happen. I, I don't know how I feel about the lyrics of this song. The lyrics are boring. Streamline, mainline, fall together. What? I, I do like the riff. Yeah. Uh, this is Pat Wilson's uh, favorite Maladroit song, so... Mm. Huh. I don't know. I mean, he's doing some fun drumming back there. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. It's, he's, he's yeah. having a good time. So, if anyone's keeping track... Anytime you want me, I'll be around. These lyrics are generic, Rivers. Yeah, it's not a very inspired song, but it's a very, I think, rockin' tune. There's a lot of fun guitar stuff going on. That's uh, what I mean. If I, This feels like filler to me in terms of, like, yeah. there's a fun jam going yeah. on, but is it... A, is this a necessary component of a live set? No. No. Um, this is, if the album had 10 tracks, this is where it would, this album would stop. Wow. Right. Track yeah. 10. Uh, even though we wow. got some bangers coming up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we got Because I think you were saying it might be the best one, two, tracks one through three of yeah. the Weezer album. I think it might be the best last three tracks Whoa. of the Weezer album. We're talking over a guitar solo. What the fuck? 
Look, if people didn't want to hear people talk over guitar solos, they would have turned this podcast off a long fucking time ago. Uh, fall together. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, don't let me sway you. You dudes liked it. I'm no, I'm I like the I mean, dissent I, on this. I like the. I don't, but it's not one of my favorites. I think I could cut it. I think I could easily yeah, cut it. That's. It feels like a cut to me. I'm keeping it. No. All right. Unless there's a worse one coming up. And then <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, there's a better one. I wonder which one. Let's see. Uh, well, we only have three more, and then we'll talk thoughts. And then and, and then two of these three were the ones that like I would repeat the most. Whoa. Okay. I would say. Uh. Well, how about we get into track eleven? Which is possibilities. Yes. Fun start. Immediate fun start. Yeah. This is the fastest song on that yeah. one, right? The most up tempo. Yeah. Sure. That that solo right there is a little weird. Okay. I like it. <laughs> but I like it. Good pond response. My take on this is it feels like it could be in the on the soundtrack for Euro Trip. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like it could be in any of those kind of like slacker comedies of the mid 2000s it almost kind of feels like a green day song yeah, yeah. like it, i could see green day doing this uh, but this one i listen to all the time it got me hyped up so yeah. i was about to say like this would be a cut for me but then i noticed that i was smiling the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gotta lose this song that just makes me happy deep yeah. to my bones um i just think this one is like fun and fast and it's uh, short too i mean there's shorter songs on, like the, on the album 50 right it's a uh, minute 59 comes in right under two I think that's cool. Yeah. Especially for like your 13 track album. There's a blistering solo coming up here. Oh, uh, I if can't I wait. Recall. Yeah. I think this part right here. Like, this is very Euro Trip. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Scotty doesn't know, dude. <laughs> uh, not as blistering as I remember. Uh, but still good. Are you kidding me? Our hair are all blue back. <laughs> <laughs> like we're a Marty McFly being thrown yeah. back into the wall. Um, yeah, that one's a fun one, I think. I, I like that song. Uh, I don't know if I'd cut it. I, I, uh, it's not, I don't think it's one of the ones I'd cut. I think it's good. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> we're, so, we're such slaves to this premise now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of our only like, commentary honestly, is my, would you cut it or not. My, uh, uh, my honest opinion now is that we should keep it at 13 tracks. Yeah. Wow. That's, what we, that's what we're arriving at. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I... Uh, the name of the song was changed from "Gone to Stay," which is not as a fun. All right, "Gone to st- Gone to Stay." Yeah, that's such because oh, a- that's what they sing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gone to stay. That I, I, that's such an early two thousands like punk, punk, yes. pop punk song. Yeah. title like that's like a Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, totally. Which is another one of my favorite. Yeah, bands. another band that makes music for twelve year old boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My other favorite band. <laughs> hey, man, I also liked them. <laughs> um, okay, so the next song, I'm interested, because I think I have mixed feelings about this song, but I also think one side of it is that I really, really like it. I love this song. Love Explosion, track 12. I also love this song. Okay. I really love this song. I just love this verse. Wow. This could be a last. Yeah. If it weren't for December, oh, right. this yeah. feels like a great last track. Yeah. They've been wanting to kill you in your sleep. It's such a good lyric. It's, it's such a great, a great lyric. lyric. I remember reading that in like the booklet and going like, "Oh, that's amazing." Yeah. This is another one where the lyrics don't totally connect, but they all really work for me. Yeah. Like I can sing all of them yeah. and it feels right. Uh, this is a song I would listen to and think about girls. Oh yeah. Hear that huh. shit. Huh. Uh, Weezer. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Just because I think this chorus is like an, a rare sound for them and an excellent chorus. Yeah. Like a very like traditional rock song chorus coming yes. up here that I think they like nail. Yeah. And has cheesy lyrics, but it's great. So jump out, jump out, and move on. This one is for you. So come on, get out your house, girl, and give me a kiss. Like, yeah, that fucking rules. Great. Like, if they ever played this in a concert, people would go nuts. People would go nuts. Oh, it's man. A, it would be a great live. I just think yeah. it's got, like, that heavy... But like major key guitar, yeah. Uh, it's like up tempo, fun drums on it. The lyrics are all really strong. It's jump out, jump out is like th- yeah. that's such a like beginning of a chorus that's unlike any other beginning of a chorus they have. It's not like a whiny angsty song. It's like a triumphant angsty song. Yeah, it's like uh, I love it. It's almost like uh, I don't know if this is right, but it it it, it seems like a Kiss song to me. Like if Kiss sang the song, like because like it, it's very. Like, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's very like crowd pleasing. It's very like getting getting the crowd involved. It's very yeah. performative. It's got that kind of pre-chorus. Yeah. Where it's like all yeah. oh, the boom. That kind of like the chorus is coming. Everybody, yeah. you know. Like and I just also want to I want to say Kiss sucks, but like <laughs> sure. but so I but I but I like this song. Uh, so I'm not saying that it's a bad song because I think Kiss sucks. You're right. But this is this is a good song. <laughs> yeah. Don't I, get it twisted. I won't get it twisted. Devin, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, this was like one of those songs that I would repeat a ton. Yeah, uh, an important Weezer song. I think it's one of my favorites on the album. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Hmm. And Isn't just that something? One minute ago, you were calling it a piece of shit. Yeah. No, I was not, <laughs> Eli. Uh, I think it's great. I think it would be a great um, a great closer. Yeah. As well. It uh, kind of feels like one, but it, if it that fits into a thing that they kind of like to do, I think, which is like a sort of traditional kind of closing yeah. track and then kind of a coda, sort yeah. of a like post-credits song. All yeah. there, I think that it has recently been, uh, this statement is not true, but there's ne- uh, maybe the last two albums, I don't know how I feel about it, but I would say almost album for album, there's never been a bad last song that's in that's an issue hmm. i'd have to go back and look but my gut says you're right yeah but the yeah. last two the i'm not a big california snow fan no but they're you don't like I'm, cocaine <laughs> <laughs> what was the one what's the one from uh it's uh, endless bummer on white album right and a uh, great song i and, love and endless pacific bummer. daydream is any friend of diane's i think oh yeah yeah, that one's, that one's not bad. Oh, there's one song on there that I think should be the 10th one, but I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, I'll get back to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah, call, we we'll call in. Call in. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, we're at the final yes. track of the album, uh, coming in at 2 minutes and 59 seconds, track number 13 on Maladroit. It's December. My birthday month. <laughs> me too, bud. That's right. Sagittarius? Yeah, baby. December oh, wow. 2nd. December 6th. We're close. We January close. 30th. Hey, Whoa. That's pretty close. Yeah, not too far. Almost <laughs> well, two months away. But uh, this is a great, like, Weezer rock ballad. Yes. Oh, yes. It's like not a full ballad. The drums are fun. The I like to listen to the drums get played. Yes, me too. Uh, unified lyrics on this. Mm. A very clear lyrical theme and message i really like the long the the long the line um uh only love could inspire soggy lungs to breathe fire <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really silly angst lyric yeah i really love i like that a lot too i like the lyrics in this song 
Uh, apparently they recorded this one way where it was like a lot cleaner sounding, like a sort of more like polished maybe Rick Ocasek style production uh-huh. where like blue and green sound very like clean right but then they decided they re-recorded it and made it sound a little more distorted a little sloppier it's great cool. it fits I love that. Yeah. yeah it feels like Pinkerton-esque yeah like I don't think this song more green album I would say I wouldn't cut this one no it's really it's good it's going nowhere it's really good it's yeah it's, it's, it's in a great I, is I like it the album it's... ender though I don't know if it's uh, where I, I think it's oddly placed I wouldn't yeah. it, it works as an album ender December's but... the last month of the year Matt that's true hey don't you know anything <laughs> <laughs> I quit I quit my podcast <laughs> um, this is another fun bridge right here I like when he sings all high oh yeah here it comes great drums yeah Pat's working his ass off. Yeah, Pat's smacking the shit out of these things. Yeah, damn, dude. Uh, yeah, this is a, f- a fun, this feels very, like, on brand. I'd be remiss to stop it right now before the guitar solo. Oh, yeah, we yeah. have to. We gotta this listen is to one more. <laughs> really good, I think. Really good guitar solo. Uh, we just heard it right there. It was really you good. Heard it as it was originally recorded. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if, if I'm cutting anything, I'm <laughs> I'd cut. Uh, yeah, I guess we now that we've arrived at the we end, right I'm, I'm going to glance at the track listing yeah, and, give have, my, and give my cuts. I'll it's read them out loud just so you guys have Jesus a second to arbitrary. do that. We have American Gigolo, Dope Nose, Keep Fishing, Take Control, Death and Destruction, Slob, Burnt Jam, uh, Space Rock, Slave, Fall Together, Possibilities, Love Explosion, December. I think I'm cutting American Gigolo, I'm cutting Slave. Interesting. Uh, and I might cut Fall Together. Yeah, I think those might be my ex- my exact. I can't believe what the fuck I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> if if in in the the hellish scenario that you created, yeah. I if I had to cut three tracks I, I from think a good the hard album, one there, but I agree with you. I think is American Gigolo. Yeah, man, I love uh, American Gigolo, but I do like it, and it's a good opener. But I I think it's like there's something about it that's at arm's length for me. Like I don't get all the way into it. Uh, it's a little cheesier for me otherwise. And then I think I would lose uh, fall together and uh, probably take control. Hmm. Or actually, no, I would lose space rock. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't lose a single one. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. You I tricked know. us. You tricked us. Yeah. That's the trick. You're fake fans. Actually. <laughs> Y'all are posers. I'm the only cool one in here. <laughs> Damn it. Dang, we've been, I've been outed as a poser yeah. on my own podcast. <laughs> but you know what? Fair's fair. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, so what do we think of the album as a whole? Uh, obviously, we talked about earlier how it's uh, quote unquote underrated. Mm-hmm. But we just heard all those tracks. It fucking slaps. It's certainly like so much smoother of a listen through than a lot of the albums that came right after it. Yes. Uh, You know, which I think goes a long way in terms of like 
at this point after those, I feel like I'm hunting and pecking on Weezer albums, except for like the white album is one that I can really listen to all yeah. the way through. But I'm kind of like, uh, these couple songs here, I like this of like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll fuck with these. But, uh, this is kind of the last one that I'm like, I'll put the whole record on. And I, I have a couple that I skip, but I don't need to, you mm-hmm. know? Um, uh, yeah, I think those are kind of my overall thought and just soft space in my heart. First Weezer album I ever heard. First Weezer album I ever owned. Uh, got me into them, got me to buy overly priced scalp <laughs> tickets to the make believe tour in 2005. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Uh, big, big thumbs up. Uh, I, Hey, I like Weezer. I like this album. Oh, wow. <laughs> Eli, what do you think? I love it. I love it. I think it's so, uh, so cohesive in its sound, like where it does all feel like it's on like that. Was, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. It has like, it feels like a piece altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, Surprising, hey. giving sort of the crowdsourced backstory. Yeah, also. totally. Like the guitars kind of sound similar. It, 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 I, I, it's so great. I've long gone, like said, like why don't people talk about this album? Yeah. More? Now I think maybe they're starting to. I don't know. This may be our generation's Pinkerton. Wow. I do think. Yeah, I think like what I would say to like a casual Weezer fan of which. I, look, hey, first of all, I'm only one step past you. Yeah. <laughs> Half step at most. Uh, but uh, is that this is a cool one to expose yourself to if you're only doing like Blue and Pinkerton? I think this is a good one to kind of like broaden it out a little bit and uh, and find some. Uh, uh, some slightly deeper cuts that you like from from the band. I also, I mean, not that I think that we, one band should only have one sound, but if a fan sourced album came out sounding like a Weezer album, yeah. hey, maybe listen to your fans. Yeah, yeah it, that's it's crazy to me that fan sourcing was I'm, at all productive. I know that and, on the White Album production that uh, Jake Sinclair was often telling Rivers no, and he then he was mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what uh, turning up the radio from uh, 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 Death to False Metal? That's also oh, yes. a crowdsourced song, and it, it's also a great song. Huh. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. One. Wow. We're gonna we're gonna cover uh, uh, Death to False Metal. Awesome. We're doing it. Wow, wild. Wow. Oh, well, guys, look. I want to. I want one. I want to thank you guys for doing this. It was so cool. That was such a uh, great uh, to hear the the story of how uh, the, the sketch came to be. Uh, what do you guys want to plug? Um. Well, I I will plug. I'm going to have a podcast that will be debuting soon. We don't have a premiere date oh, yet, great. but it's a podcast I'm doing called First Hand with me and Greg Gallant from uh, UCB, and it's a podcast where the two of us. Uh, are Forrest Gumps of sorts in that we've experienced every major event in history. We were there and we talked to other people who were also there. So we have a bunch of great improvisers who do characters. Oh man, I can't wait to hear that. who witnessed these events. So we had great guests like uh, Carl Tart, Egon Wodum, uh, uh, Jacob Wysocki, uh, Mary Holland, uh, so many others. Great. Uh, Tim Baltz. Uh, those are just a few off the top of my head. Awesome. Um, Can't wait to hear that. And uh, yeah, sometime in March or April, I believe that will come out on Campfire Media. Ooh, baby. And you can follow me at that Devin Field. Awesome. Great. Eli, what do you got? Uh, you can watch Saturday Night Live. <laughs> they need the eyeballs. Wednesdays at 8. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go leave a good comment on the YouTube video for the sketch. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I was on a podcast in Chicago called the Improvised Star Trek Podcast that I really, really loved a lot. Oh, fun. fun. So go listen to the episodes that I was in for the last couple years. Yeah, you're a big Trek guy, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yes. If yeah. Weezer track ladies yeah. form an orderly line. Uh, we I didn't have to lock the door on the studio. <laughs> I actually do know how to kiss. Thank you very oh. much. <laughs> um, that you can follow at Eli Coyote. Uh, 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 I have an Instagram account and also a, uh, a Twitter that I, uh, where my promise is that I will never tweet. <laughs> oh, cool. I have 150 or like 120 uh, followers. I might have to toss you a follow. I, I'm hoping to get it up to 10,000. Oh, great. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow that. Yeah. Uh, well, and for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca. That's M-A-T-T-A-P-O-D-A-C-A. I did read how to spell my own name right now. Wow. Um, I had a long day. Uh, <laughs> and you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram as well at W-W-T-H-T-A Weezer Pod. Uh, yep. That's what it is. Uh, you have any questions, comments, or uh, concerns, you can email wwthtaweezerpod at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show. Guys, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, and uh, tune in next week when we do uh, Make Believe. Goodbye. If you'd like to support the show, you can go on iTunes and give us five stars and leave us a nice little review. We'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to anchor.fm slash THTA Weezer Pod slash support. There's monthly contribution options if you'd like to help keep the lights on for the show, and all your support means a lot. Thank you so much.